All right. Well, I want to say good morning, but I'll just say good day because I don't know what time it is wherever you are. My name is Ashley and I'm a real alcoholic. Um, it's a really great day to um, be sober. Um, and I say that because it's 5.05 a.m. where I'm at in Seattle, Washington. Um, I have gotten up this early to participate in my recovery, but I've been the observer. So I was listening to a lot of meditation and not the one <laughs> doing any talking. So this is a um, new experience for me. But um, I, at the very beginning of my sobriety, I was asked would I go to any length to stay sober. And, um, and so that's what I'm doing today for me. I just wanna read um, from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, um, more about alcoholism. Um, for anyone that's new or can get caught up in um, or has relapsed, like I have plenty of times. And I don't know if I really relapsed because I really was just lying about my sobriety date so I could get in where I fit in with a bunch of people I didn't even really like like that. Anyways, but so it says, um, chapter three, more about alcoholism. <clears throat> Most of us have been unwilling to admit we were real alcoholics. No person likes to think he is bodily and mentally different from his fellows. Therefore, it is not surprising that our drinking careers have been characterized by countless vain attempts to prove we could drink like other people. The idea that somehow, someday, he will control and enjoy his drinking is the great obsession of every abnormal drinker. The persistence of this illusion is astonishing. Many pursue it into the gates of insanity or death. We learned that we had to fully concede to our innermost selves that we were alcoholics. This is the first step in recovery. The delusion that we are like other people are presently, maybe, has to be smashed. We alcoholics are men and women who have lost the ability to control our drinking. We know that no real alcoholic ever recovers control. All of us felt at times that we were regaining control, but such intervals, usually brief, were inevitably followed by still less control, which led in time to pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization. We are convinced to a man that alcoholics of our type are in the grip of a progressive illness. Over any considerable period, we get worse, never better. I decided to read that because I just wanted to identify that I am an alcoholic, that I have conceded to my innermost self that if I pick up one drink, like all bets are off. Um, like I break out, not only in handcuffs, but I disappear from taking care of my children. I disappear from showing up to be available to my sick grandmother. I'll disappear and will be emotionally unavailable to my niece who lost her mother to this disease a couple years ago. I understand that this disease doesn't care about race, creed, religion. It doesn't care about you believing if you're an atheist, agnostic, 
or a priest. It doesn't care about your age. It will kill, steal, and destroy. And I understand that. They told me if I pick up, I won't get drunk. And for a long time, I didn't really understand what that meant. I always drank because I love the effects produced by alcohol. I never poured any liquor into a cup. I drank straight from the bottle. And a lot of times I would mix beer with hard liquor, wine with hard liquor. Like I always wanted to just get fucked up just to be clear and transparent. And I understand that we're in the book, it talks about, you know, the difference between the hard drinker, the real alcoholic and the moderate drinker. And when I first got here, my disease wasn't as um, progressive as it had gotten. Um, I was very young when I got into the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and, um, and I didn't really understand. I thought an alcoholic was some old person who, um, you know, slept on the streets and, um, you know, I didn't know that they could come in all shapes, forms, you know, sizes and um, from different walks of life and, you know, um, social classes. I didn't know any of that. Um, and then I felt a lot of shame of um, really understanding that I was an alcoholic because when I wanted to stop drinking, I realized, this is when I realized I, I, I was a real alcoholic was because when I really, really wanted to stop drinking and stop using other things, like when I tried really hard to think my way out of it with all of my power and resources, I could not do it on my own. And I had to get help, help from a fellowship of people who were suffering from the same spiritual malady that I had been suffering from. Um, I thought that conditions drove me to drink. I didn't realize that, you know, there was this hole in my soul. And I was trying to fill this hole, you know, with alcohol. And when I couldn't fill it with alcohol, I would cause more. I would do like, I'm talking about incomprehensible demoralizing things like sitting in front of my children and, and, and self-mutilating myself, you know, without having the enough restraint to, to, to stop doing that when my kids ask, you know, what about, why would you do that, mom? What about me and my brother? Like those kinds of things I couldn't even, I couldn't even wrap my head around and, and stop doing those things. Um, today, um, you know, I don't have to do that. I get to participate in a new way of living, um, which has truly been, um, challenging because I haven't really uh, <laughs> gotten to that part of um, my recovery where like all of those nine step promises have come alive. Um, what I'm fighting for is just to stay sober, just like one day at a time. I lost a sister to this disease in 2019. She was my best friend. Her dying to this disease scared the shit out of me. And it made that 
even it made this this thing, this alcoholic plight, even more real. I stay close to Alcoholics Anonymous and to the, the fellowship because I cannot do this by myself. They talk about a, a power greater than yourself, believing in a power greater than yourself. You know, um, when I first came into AA, I had this belief about this God that I had grew up with, this religious God. And then when my sister died, I found myself on, in the pages of We Agnostics. I, I had a lot of doubt and a lot of fear and a lot of questions. And, um, and I've had to lean on a fellowship of people that became the power greater than me. So um, I, you know, um, I just don't ever wanna forget. I don't care who knows at this point. I used to hide that I was an, you know, AA and I would go to meetings. I don't promote it or anything. I just don't, I don't like, I design my life around meetings. <laughs> um, I'm designing my income around meetings, um, designing my family around meetings. Um, because without meetings, I just don't know. I don't, I don't know whether it be Zoom or in person. I, I don't know where I would be. Um, and I heard before that if I put, you know, um, if I put everything second, if I put AA first in my life, everything second, I put second will be first class. And I always would put um, everything and everyone, you know, other people's thoughts and opinions, because I'm, I'm an alcoholic. I love to manage some shit. Like, I love to manage other people's opinions of me and thoughts of me, because I try to play big shot God, you know? I think I'm somebody, like, <laughs> and then I suffer. Because I have that alcoholic thinking, you know? But anyways, like I just I know that I'm a, um, that when the drink is removed that I have a thinking problem. And so um, because I have a thinking problem, I forget, you know, I at four years sober, I've um, realized that I have omitted to my sponsor. So if anyone works with a sponsor and you're on a, uh, like doing any steps, my advice to you is don't leave anything out. OK. Don't leave nothing out. Do not omit anything. Like, even if you think you remember, just don't forget to leave out anything. Um, my consequence of that is to um, do a fourth step. So I am in the midst of doing a fourth step because I have a person in my life that truly cares about, um, about the suffering that I've been going through and the shame and all of that and is willing to um, give to me what was so freely given to her and wants to, um, you know, give me some more tools and um, walk alongside me so that just for today, I don't have to pick up a drink because this disease is cutting, baffling and powerful. It doesn't care, you know, it doesn't care who you are. It will, it will, it will sneak up on you and it will, it will, it, if you're not, if you're not grounded, if your foundation is not strong, like it will kill, steal, and destroy. So I don't mind like um, picking up pen and paper and doing some work 
because I got stuff going on so I can get to the root issue, the cause and effect of what's really at the core of my disease, you know, um, so that I don't have to pick up a drink and, and, um, and give my grandmother and my family the worries if Ashley's going to um, die an alcoholic or not, you know. So just for today, um, you know, I, um, you know, I've invested into my recovery, my recovery, my sobriety a little earlier, you know, which means I'm probably going to have an amazing day, you know, because I get to spend it with all of you and, you know, do really, I didn't want to get up this early. It's five o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to get my beauty sleep. I got meetings to go to, but you know what? Like, Ashley, you get what you give. You're responsible for your recovery, your sobriety. You know, what you put in is what you get out. So I'm getting it in because there's some stuff going around in the world. And I don't know about other people, but I'm I'm grateful for for you all. I get to be like safe with you all and start my day and get 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 um you know like like a little baby that gets to get um you know dressed up right for school or for the presentation like like I get armored up you know and then sent out into the world um, with everything that I need. And that's, I always get that whenever I tap in with you all. Thank you so much for my sobriety. For ju Just for today, I'm going to stay sober and I'm going to keep coming back because I don't really think, um, I don't really think anywhere else um, is worthwhile, to be honest. I'm just grateful for, um, for meetings like this. So thanks for my recovery because, and thanks for showing up for yours because it allows me to show up for mine. 28 people. Yeah. And thank you, Malia.